Hey, how about that song? My new favorite, right? My new favorite. Well, we are here in a series, man, I can't believe we're three weeks into this series, four weeks into this series. We only have one more after this. I have questions. God has answers. And listen, if you have missed any Sunday, don't worry about that. You can jump onto our Facebook page and you can get caught up on some of the questions that we've been looking at. But we have questions in our heart. And isn't it nice to know that God has answers to those questions for us? And God is not put off by your questions. So don't think for a moment, it's like, man, I have questions, so I can't come to him by faith. He loves your questions. He loves our questions. And so we're just trying to look at what some of those questions might be. And so today, we're looking at the question, how can I hear God? How is it that I can hear God? Well, one of the ways that we think we can hear God is sometimes we have to upset our routine. Sometimes we have to come out and come away from our normal activity. And so I want you to know that our ministry team this week kind of came out and away from our normal activities. We went over to Birmingham, Alabama, and we spent three days in a conference. And that conference just uh, allowed God to have us in a place that was different than we normally are, hearing from speakers that are different than we normally hear from. And it was an opportunity for us to hear God. And I just want to just, this is what worship looked like. It was amazing. And it was like, well, not so amazing because we get amazing worship all the time here. And then, don't you love it when people do this in pictures? I want you to look at this little, it's like, um, yeah, uh, Pastor Chris Hodges and John Maxwell were there. You have to take that by faith because I know you can't see that. But I took that lovely picture from where we were seated. And so uh, just in that time, getting out and away to hear God about being a follower of Christ, being a person in ministry and trying to lead a local church. And so God spoke deeply to all of us church leaders, and and each leader, I'm sure, is going to leak out different things that have been said or learned during that time. And we can't wait to share that stuff with you because it's super, super important to us and important to the preferred future that God has for us as the Four Points Church. Well, Virginia and I personally, we like to get away, and and our getting away often involves big water. It can involve the beach. It can involve a big lake. It involves getting away from where the crowds of people are and getting out where there's space to breathe. And so on on the tail end of this trip to Birmingham, we went to Oak Mountain State Park with our grandkids. So on Friday, we kayaked out in Lunker Lake and we kayaked to a place where there was a rope swing. And that rope swing uh, was the delight of my grandsons, uh, 11, 10, 8. And uh, they call me Papa Rob. I know I don't look like a Papa Rob. I should have dreadlocks, you know, to be called, hey, it's Papa Rob. You know, it's like, yeah. Thanks, Joe. And 
Virginia is Gigi. That's what the kids call Gigi. But anyways, I have to tell you this part of the story because it has nothing to do with the message, but it's just funny. And so uh, Papa Rob gets out onto that rope swing, and it's a thing of beauty. And so I'm reaching up high, and I've got to jump at the same time and, and go higher than I'm currently holding and get my feet up onto this disc. And so I got to tell you something. The mount was a thing of beauty. The swing across the water was picturesque. And then I released. And my feet went out. Still, still beautiful. Still beautiful. But they kept going. And then I was parallel with the water. And then I descended at a high rate of speed. And if you know what a belly flop is turn over and do a back flop and I'll tell you what my grandsons were impressed Papa Rob you moved a lot of water you should have seen the splash on that one well I hit the water and it was just like I knew it was bad I forgot this part Uh, at the at the very last minute my right foot just pops up into the air it just pops up into the air And anyways, I am going to post that on our Facebook group. And so I'm going to post it on there and I'm going to ask you to caption that video and we'll see how creative you all are. But do what we did when we got home to my son's house. Of course, he said, yep, we've got video of everybody today. And so he's got me and they played that back and forth so many times. And it was like, it was like, yeah, that's really funny. That's really funny. But anyways, again, nothing to do with the message today, but just it was a funny event, and it was a funny event that happened. Again, Virginia and I, we like to get away from things because in our life, there's just a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. If we're truly going to hear from God We've got to get away from the noise and we've got to turn that down and we've got to turn up our ability to hear God, to hear God. And so, um, you know, this relationship with God is something that is described by the Westminster Catechism. The chief end of man is to worship God and to enjoy him forever. Do you realize that? The chief end of man. Worship God, enjoy him forever. And on the other side of that is the God that we just sang about. Who doesn't give his heart in pieces. Who doesn't hide himself from us. But a God who wants to reveal himself to us. So in answering this question, how can I hear God? We want to help you with that today. Because if I was going to ask you how you do it, you might struggle to say how it is that you actually do it. So we're going to look at a verse today, one verse out of James chapter four, verse eight, come near to God and he will come near to you. And I also like it, that's New International, I like it in the New King James, uh, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. But coming near to God, and he will come near to you. Let's pray for just a moment, God. We want to thank you for giving us your word. 
We believe that you have spoken it to us as a promise to us. We pray that we would understand it as you have intended it for our good. And we pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So how can I hear God? Well, come near to God and he will come near to you. And to come near means to approach. We were far off and we're going to come near. We're going to approach what was once far away. And the God of the universe, our creator, is there's something special about him because he wants to have a relationship with us that's different than any other religion in the world. If you've ever compared different belief systems and in different belief systems, God is a far off God. God seems to not care too much about his created ones in those other belief systems. And you have to come to him and it's usually on some pretty rough terms. Well, our God loves us. Our God has come to us and our God invites us to come near to him. And he promises to come near to us. How can you hear God? How can I hear God? Well, three things that are going to help us to hear God. And the first one actually is our position. And I'm not talking about whether you're kneeling or standing or seated. I'm talking about our heart position. And I want you to think about your last meaningful conversation. Not an exchange that you had on Facebook. Not an exchange that you had a text back and forth with capital letters and exclamation points. That doesn't count. Not even on the phone. When was the last time you had a meaningful conversation with another human being? And I would say it's likely that you could see each other. It's likely that you were not in a crowded place and distracted by many things. It's likely that the surroundings were quiet enough for you both to hear and to be heard. So this thing that we call position is just like, man, um, what position are we in to be able to hear God? He's telling us to draw near to him so that he can draw near to us. And that position is very important. Second one is like it. And that is proximity. How close are we? Can we get close enough to him to hear him? And to allow him to speak to us. You know, it is amazing. God doesn't need a relationship with you. He's the God of heaven. This morning when we got up, he was the God of heaven and earth. Whether you have a relationship with him or not, he is still the Lord of all. But here is the truth. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to draw near to him because he wants to draw near to you. Position is important. Proximity, nearness is very important. And I, it's like when I talk with Virginia, it's like I'll lean in and look at her. And, and we'll see each other. And you know what she likes to do when we have one of those great conversations? She likes to take my phone and throw it into the deepest sea. 
because when it goes off and it, and it, it alerts that there's a text message or anything else like that, it's distracting. And so sometimes it's just like, you know what? That phone is going so that we can have a conversation. And I have six grandkids, five of them boys, and then one little girl, Rael. And when Rael wants my attention, she takes her finger and goes, pulls my chin right around to hers, and we're looking face to face. And she can't say her R's very Papa Wob, I have some important things to say to you. Eyeball to eyeball. And my oldest grandson, who's now 11, when he was three, we'd be in the backyard in that creek I told you about last week. And we'd be kicking around and just with our feet getting wet and cool. And we'd be turning over rocks, looking for crawdads. And we'd be skipping stones. And I remember one time he just looked up at me. He says, hey, Papa Rob, are we just hanging out? Are we just hanging out? And it was like, Parker, we are just hanging out. And so can you picture the God of heaven and you spending time together? The position is right. The proximity is right. And you're just able to look up at almighty God and say, hey, God, are we just hanging out? And God say, yeah, son, daughter of mine, we are just hanging out. You are drawing near to me, and I am drawing near to you. There just is nothing, nothing like that. I hate to even use the word theology because it's too big of a word, but I do have a favorite theologian, A.W. Tozer, and he described proximity in this quote. He says, nothing is above him, talking about God, nothing is beyond him, Any motion in his direction is elevation, and any movement away is descent. And we're talking about a proximity that will make a difference. And I just liked that that description of proximity. Well, finally, we have position proximity so that we can unlock God's promise. What is God's promise? He says, come near to me, and I will come near to you. Only God can make that promise. Only God can actually convert on that promise. There's a lot of promises out there, I think, a lot of empty promises that people make. But the God of heaven has said to us, come near to me, draw near to me, and I will come near to you. So how Can we hear God's voice? Are we able to hear him speak to us? We see the promise. We know how it can happen. Well, we can come near to God in our worship. Just a few moments ago, we were singing to God, and we were singing certain words that unlock truth and reveal who God is to us. And in those times, never underestimate God's ability to communicate with you and to reach you in our times of worship. Had the privilege of leading worship for many, many years. And I always described it like this. People come into God's presence with their full body shield up right in front of them, top to bottom. 
and they come into this time and they say, nothing's getting around my shield. Nothing's going to get around that. Then we begin to worship God and God begins to just walk around our shield and pretty soon he's standing next to us while we're like this. And we notice that God is right next to us, shoulder to shoulder. And God is engaging us where our heart is. And we're no longer protecting ourselves from any intrusion. But God is sharing that time and that space with us. And that's what can happen in our worship. And it's important because we come near to him in worship because he's speaking He is communicating during those times. Can you hear from him? Never underestimate his ability to speak to you when we come before him in those times of worship. And then we come before him, we come near to God in his word. He has spoken through his word and for All the time that we've had a written communication, a written record of what God has said, God has blessed people through his word. And his word, when it is spoken, reveals things about him. It reveals things about us. And if we don't know how to come near to him, we can worship him or we can come near to him in his word. Because that word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It can separate you know, ligaments, muscle. It gets into the deep places of our life and can begin to speak life to us. And God has spoken, and through that living and active word, God will speak. Come near to him in his word and get ready for him to speak to you. Well, we also come near to God in our conversation, and we call that conversation prayer. Don't get intimidated by the word prayer, because a lot of times in the traditions that I grew up in, in the Catholic Church, prayers were memorized things. They were very scripted. And when I found out that you could just pray, just talk, to God. It was so life-giving. It relieved me from so much pressure because it wasn't about, it's like, I was always aware. It's like, maybe I didn't say that right. Or maybe I don't know fully what that means. God says you can come to him in your language. You can come to him in your understanding. And God is going to reveal himself to you in this wonderful conversation. And by the way, we're going to call that prayer. God speaking and you hearing, or you speaking and God hearing, or just a nice time of quiet when you don't have to be thinking about anything and don't have to be pressured by anything. And God's invitation to us is to draw near to him. How then do we accomplish this? Through a life step. And by the way, uh, 
our life steps that we take. It's a decision that we make when we hear God's word and there's something in front of us and an opportunity to live life differently, think differently, act differently in and through this relationship that we have with Almighty God. Today's life step in the hearing of this word is to make it a prayer. God, I come near to you because I want to hear you. And by the way, when I wrote that, I didn't expect it to rhyme, but it does. So, God, I come near because I want to hear. Hopefully, that will help you remember. Would you come near to me? Would you come near to me? That's our life step today. Want you to be able to come before God and pray this step. God, I come near you because I want to hear you. Would you come near to me? Now, this is important for you. This is of benefit to you. If there was nobody else in this room, just you and just God, you have his promise. And that promise has a desire and a benefit that solely benefits you. But I want you to know that it benefits us as a church too. When we as God's people will draw near to him and God begins to speak to us, he makes clear to us our mission. He impresses on our hearts our vision. And he begins to set us in motion on an assignment that is unique to us. So there's value for you personally, but there's value for us as the family of God here today. And I don't know how God is speaking to your heart today, but I will say this. There are some people here that have not yet received Jesus as Savior and Lord. And it's important to do that because for the promises to belong to us, we need to belong to him by faith. And so if, if it's you, I just want us to close our eyes here in prayer. And you receive him through a simple prayer offered in faith that sounds like this, dear Lord, today I recognize the love that you have for me the desire that you have to be in relationship with me. And today I give my heart and my life to you. I invite you in to be my Lord and my Savior. And in that moment, he comes into your heart and you are a new creation, brand new in him, recreated. And God has a place for you in his family. And God has a place for you for all eternity and he's inviting you to draw near to him so that he can draw near to you if you've made that decision today I would like you to do two things and the first is to tell somebody you trust and the second is to tell me or somebody on our ministry team because there's really important things that you need to do next
So for us as the family of God, Lord, I draw near to you because I want to hear you. Would you come near to us as your people, personally and as a church? Would you reveal your next steps to us as the family, as the people of God on assignment for you in this community? And then God, would you do what only you can do and be the rewarder of us? Lord, I come near to you because I want to hear you. Would you draw near to us in Jesus' name?